0: Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD podcast. We'll be back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Violet Defense for their support of the Educational AD podcast. Go to VioletDefense.com for more information. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your athletic department, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Once again, go to VioletDefense.com for more information. We also wanna thank Sideline Interactive. You've heard me say that we have a Sideline Interactive video score table in our gym, and it is tremendous. We use it for games, we use it for pep rallies, we even use it for signing ceremonies. It's a tremendously versatile tool. You really need to call these folks up. You know it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at com. That's sales at com. We also want to thank Huddle. At Huddle, we power sports. More than 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to elevate their performance with video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. We've got a Huddle Focus in our gym, and it is fantastic. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's built for every level of play, starting with club and youth programs all the way through high school and college teams, and even professional organizations are using Huddle to raise the level of performance in their athletes and their teams. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college and university teams you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you wanna find out more, about what Huddle can do for you and your program, or how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and the parents who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to AthleticSurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at AthleticSurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your athletes, you're really missing out on some important information. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by LifeTrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. And again, we want to thank Athletic Surveys for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of our podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Brandon Gonzalez. Uh, Brandon is a registered athletic administrator. He's the Director of Athletics and Student Life at Pacifica Christian High School in Newport Beach, California. Uh, If you don't uh, follow him, uh, he's on LinkedIn, uh, has a very uh, cool podcast that he does for Mm -hmm. the student athletes at Pacifica Christian. Hopefully we're going to talk about that some today. But uh, Brandon, welcome to the podcast.
1: Jake yeah thanks for having me glad to be here.
0: We've had this on the schedule for a long time and uh, I'm excited to hear what's going on in, in your part of the country. Well uh, as you know we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So yeah tell us a little bit about yourself where you grew up where you went to school and college and, and kind of how your path has led you to uh, your role at Pacifica Christian.
1: Yeah no no well uh, again thanks for having me um you know, grew up in Southern California, born and raised here in Orange County, Riverside County. Uh, For those that are familiar with, you know, the area, I went to college out here and played soccer at Biola University. Biola um, is another local school for me. I was, uh, soccer was my thing growing up and they offered me the opportunity to play at the next level. And I said, yes, and did that. Um, Loved, loved the, the opportunity that it gave me to just become a better person through athletics. I really kind of got a better understanding of what it meant to be a student athlete. I came from a small Christian uh, private high school. So I, you know, kind of a smaller school, similar to even Pacifica, maybe in some other schools out there, everybody kind of plays all the sports. You don't really have a choice. You kind of just kind of get dragged into it where playing at the collegiate level, you kind of have to make a commitment to it. So there's a lot of learning and value that comes from that. So graduated from Biola, went to grad school, at Concordia university again here in Southern California and Irvine um, took a, a small stint in Seattle. Me and my wife lived in Seattle for about seven or eight years working at a school up there, doing something very similar, coaching girls' soccer. Um, and we wanted to move home because our family is all from California. So, made the trek about six, seven years ago to start Pacifica. Pacifica's is a new school. Um, and yeah, here we are. So,
0: well, uh, again, uh, I always love to listen to the stories and, uh, you know, each one has its own interesting, uh, you know, twist and turn. Talk yeah. a little bit with our listeners about you know, that moving into that role of, you know, from say coaching to directing an athletic department, what were some of the uh, motivations? What were some of the challenges that you experienced?
1: Yeah, no. So I, I think, you know, like any young college kid, you know, graduating college, you don't really know what's next. You're kind of like, okay, I've been my whole life. I'm told I'm supposed to go to school and, and get a degree and then go get a job and start a family and all that. So, you know, right. I graduated in 2009. It was coming kind of right off the back of the recession, 2008. And, One of my coaches at the time said, Hey, look, if you don't really know what you want to do, I just graduated with my master's in coaching athletic administration from Concordia. And he said, look, it it was great for me. It helped me realize you can, because I didn't really know you can make a living in sports um, from an admin side, right? When you're in high school, you're like, I'm going to play pro. That's all I want to do. And you don't really understand the back end of what makes it all happen. So he encouraged me to go get my master's and I did. And I realized, um, I can enjoy, I, I could fall in love with this and, and for reasons that are different, maybe than someone else. But for me, it was the ability to form young people to be invested in high schoolers in some of their most formative years. So that kind of pushed me in the direction of sports and using what I was good at, um, you know, to make a living out of it, I guess you could say. And I went and got my master's. And then from there, I kind of started the journey of I worked in the nonprofit world of uh, the Boys and Girls Club for a while as their sports coordinator, kind of running some community centers and different sports leagues then finally broke into a high school as an assistant AD. Um, and then again, kind of now moved on to founding a school like Pacifica, um, you know, 10 years later, whatever it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, the, those steps, each step, you know, helped prepare you for <coughs> you know, the role that you're currently doing now. And yeah. uh, again, we're going to get into some of the cool things you're doing at Pacifica Christian. For yeah. listeners, we're visiting with Brandon Gonzalez, registered athletic administrator, We'll be back with some more, but uh, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our podcast sponsors. We want to thank our good friends at Huddle for their support of the podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, are using Huddle to elevate the play of their athletes and their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform, they have online tools mobile, and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. You've heard me say we have a Huddle Focus in our gymnasium, and our volleyball and basketball coaches just love it. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle is built for every level of play. If you're a club or youth coach, Huddle can help you. Of course, high schools and colleges have been using Huddle for years, and even professional teams have been using Huddle to raise the play of their teams. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and of course, the coaches at the colleges and universities that you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you or how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We're back with Brandon Gonzalez, registered athletic administrator at Pacifica Christian High School in Newport Beach, California. Brandon, we always like to ask our guests about the mentors that they've had in their life. None of us got here on our own. So who are some of the people that helped you along the way? And The expression I always love to use is I still hear those voices in my head. So Mm. uh, whose voice do you still hear?
1: Yeah, no, it's a good question. You're right. Uh, We can't. get where we are today without people in our lives pouring into us you know in very similar ways and I think it's uh everyone has a different impact I think my first and foremost one my men's soccer coach at Biola Brian Kuderman um was a a mentor in the sense of my mind of like working hard and perseverance and, and kind of pushing through challenges and trials I think that was very helpful for me as a young man trying to figure out who I was and and um you know, becoming a, a young adult, you know, in college, you're, yes, you're an adult, but you're not really an adult. You don't, you're, you're 18, 19 years old. So I think he had a, a big impact in my life. I know my, my father who's passed away had a big impact. He was an educator, um, most of his career, a coach, an athletic director, um, slash teacher, because he was at a kind of inner city school where, the, you know, lots of hats are worn, if you will. Um, uh, and then to be quite frankly, more recently, my, my new head of school, David O'Neill at Pacific Christian, he is, you know, he took a chance on me. I was 28 years old when I got hired at Pacifica, and you know, they knew nothing about me. I was moving from Washington. All they knew is I wanted to be back in California. Our family was here, um, and he said, "Hey, I, we, you know, we believe in you," and and he's really empowered me to grow and build this school and to go from essentially an idea to 250 students in seven years. Uh, with 22 varsity programs and and multiple lower levels and state titles and state champions, state finalists. And, and it's just, it's been great to have that uh, trust from him and someone who's really empowered me to do, to do great things. So I, I think those are probably the three big ones in most my more recent professional years, college coach, father figure, um, and when you had to head of school.
0: <laughs> I, I love to hear when people talk about their current uh, boss, their current supervisor, as one of their mentors, you know, I was so very lucky in, in my career to have some really great, um, you know, bosses, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, really makes me feel good when I can hear someone talk about uh, the relationship they have with their boss. Yeah. Um, we mentioned that you're currently a registered athletic administrator. We have a lot of young ads, even younger than you, uh, mm-hmm. that listen to the podcast, and I think it's important to share our experience uh, and our journey with our national organizations. So talk a yeah. little bit about, you know, how you became uh, even aware of the certification program and your steps going through it so far.
1: Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the NIAA. I think they have great stuff, um, you know, what they do nationally, what they do locally with different state associations. So I did do my um, RAA many years ago uh, when I first kind of broke into being an athletic director. Um, and then I actually done everything for the CAA as well, the Certified Athletic Administrator. Uh, and I'm not sure if they still do this, but I took most of my courses with the University of Maine because they have that online program with the NIAA where you can get it all done. Um, I always I have to take the test still. That's what's been catching me. We've had two kids and move states within the time of me getting that test done, so life got a little busy. But um, a lot of that stuff is just it's great information. It's it's great to have refreshers if you have your master's in athletic administration or sports management, or you don't uh, and you just need to get. You know more current and up to date kind of information and content to help you do your job. Like the NIAAA has great, um, great stuff there. They have a great kind of network on their platform. You can go to their portal, and I know I've used that before to communicate with other ads and post things and articles and and create an account there. Um, so I think it's doing great work from an information standpoint. I know they host the national conference, one, um, you know, nationally once a year, which I think is great. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's it's a good tool. For especially for like I'll talk a little bit, it might be a tangent, but so a state like California, we are so big, we don't have one state association really for anything. Um, we have in California, we have 10 sections. So we have a CIF, which is our high school kind of association, but within that, there's 10 different sections in our state that all run independent state titles, if you will. Um, we don't have we have about six across the board actual state titles. Some sports don't have state titles, you just have you won your section and you're done. So a lot of our sections have different associations, different, like I'm in a orange County athletic director association, right? I have a Southern California soccer coaches association. There isn't a necessary universal platform for, Hey, this is our state's association that does everything. Like when in Washington, you had two associations and that was it. Um, so the NIAAA does a great job at helping You know, a state like ours where we have 10, 10 sections and some sections are as big as 500 schools who can't really get plugged into associations. They have a lot of good stuff virtually for them to jump in on. And I'm sure schools across the country and more rural areas are in similar boats where, you know, everybody has hopefully Wi-Fi now They can jump on and get some good content from there. I don't know if that makes sense. That was kind of a tangent. Sorry about that.
0: <laughs> no, it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, you know, a long time ago, I was in California, so I'm uh, a little familiar with how that runs, yeah. but, No, you're you're absolutely right, and I I appreciate those comments, and I know the NIAAA does uh, about what they do as far as, you know, providing that content, that updated current content for ADs. And to answer your question, um, those courses that you took, um, you know, through the University of Maine, they should be good. So uh, when you get some spare time, you know, go to the NIAAA website, you know, fill out that personal data form for the CAA, and you'll get registered to uh, take
1: the exam. Very cool. Yeah yeah that's all i gotta do so i'll get there i promise all
0: right again for our listeners we're visiting with brandon gonzalez uh he's the director of athletics uh and the director of student life at pacifica christian high school in newport beach california uh we're going to be back in just a minute and he's going to tell us about some of the cool things that he's doing at pacifica christian but uh, let's take another quick break and hear from one of our sponsors this is the educational ad podcast We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You've heard me mention that we have a Sideline Interactive video scoring table in our gym, and it is tremendous, uh, very versatile. Of course, we use it for games, but we also use it during pep rallies. Uh, We also use it for signing ceremonies. You really need to check these folks out. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out what these products can do for you and your school. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out. I promise you, you will be very, very impressed. All right, we're back with Brandon Gonzalez from Pacifica Christian High School. I mentioned earlier that, um, you know, I first uh, came across Brandon because of the podcast that he created to you know, feature and, uh, promote his school, his programs and his student athletes. So Brandon, I really want you to talk a little bit about that. And then also, um, starting a school from scratch, uh, yeah. certainly has some mm-hmm. unique, uh, challenges and certainly some unique rewards. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you can talk a little bit about that story as well.
1: Yeah, no, no, of course. So, so I'm glad someone listens to the podcast or at least sees it. That's great to know it's out there. Um, Yeah, so, you know, with COVID, the last 20 whatever months it's been, you know, we at Pacifica wanted to find creative ways to keep our community engaged, um, to be a place of learning and information for members of our community, you know, going to this virtual online learning for so long, and then people trying to come back to school and whatnot. So we create a podcast with the point of it, it's called the Triton Nation Report, um, is the the podcast, and then we also have this, like, kind of spin-off that's, like, a 20-minute, like, Triton talk, if you will, we just hit hey, quick five, 10 minute updates. But when it comes to the podcast, it was meant to be an outward facing podcast that could give real time kind of um, data and information and knowledge. And like, Hey, here's what's going on in the landscape of sports kind of specifically to Southern California, but broadly, you know, it could be used for the, the whole country um, to our community and to really anyone listening. So, you know, our, one of our episodes, we had Rhett Soliday, who's the head men's basketball coach and associate athletic director at Vanguard university. We had him on the podcast to talk about, hey, if I'm a senior in high school right now, what does recruiting look like with COVID? Because, you know, the NCAA, the NAI were handing out extra years of eligibility. And seeing, we heard tons of stories of seniors um, getting their, their high school seniors, getting their offers revoked or taken back. His kids were staying in college. So it was a podcast that was meant to be outward facing, kind of addressing real issues in society recruiting, what's it mean to be a female athlete? What does it mean to be a student athlete on social media? Um and and we tried to bring on new guests. We tried to bring on um, you know, we had a, an Olympian gold medalist, we had associate athletic directors, we had four more professional athletes, just people that could really speak into what our youth are facing now. We didn't want to make it so much about Pacifica as much as like this is just something Pacifica offers and hoping people found things interested that interesting that were on there. So um that's a little bit about the podcast. So yeah founding a school that uh, within itself is uh that is a, a task for sure um i will i'll people ask me what was it like and i can i can break it down really two things one it's a ton of work <laughs> to found a school from essentially nothing and i by no means am the only person in this you know we have our board and our head of school and our leadership team um but it's a ton of fun because you're not following in someone's footsteps um you are you're essentially putting your fingerprints on everything you see on campus. Like that, that basketball hoop that we just put up by ourselves because the old one was broken. Like, that's what we did. Um, you know, that first banner that's in the gym that our girls volleyball team won, that's something that we were the first to do. I think being the first to found a school and we founded it with 48 students took a lot of faith, took a lot of um, trust in the administration that we were going to be able to do this for them and provide them a high school experience. Cause that was still what we wanted to do. We didn't want them to just, you know, go to a school that had nothing to offer. Um, And I think what was unique to athletics, which is what has helped us grow our athletic program so quick, is we have what's called a no-cut policy. Um, That freaks out my coaches a lot. When we hire coaches, they're like, whoa, whoa, what is that? Does everybody have to play equally? I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you know, winning is more fun than losing, and we want to compete. Like, that's important. Um, But there's we as Pacifica, and part of who we are in athletics, is we feel there's value in being a part of a team. There's value in being a part of something bigger than yourself. So if you're a student who's like, I've never played a day of basketball in my life, but I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do everything the coach tells me to do. I'm going to respect the team and be a good teammate. We have a spot for you. You may not play a whole lot, but when you get in that one game and you hit that one three on your senior night, the gym erupts and your parents are crying because you know you would never get that elsewhere. That's why we do what we do. Um, so that was unique in the sense of helping us get kids involved early. Uh, attract families that maybe the big public school this student would have been on the Frost offer JV team his first year but he comes to us and he's starting varsity player for four years because we need bodies and we're growing uh, so that was fun that was that was probably the coolest thing is seeing these kids compete and play with each other um, and then of course you know just growing the school little by little adding sports every year going from 48 kids when we open to 253 now we open a new building here in, in the next couple of weeks that will hopefully be our uh, ability to grow to 400, which is our ultimate goal. We don't wanna be any bigger than 400. We feel like we can't uh, fulfill the mission of the school. Um, our motto is thinking and living well, right? Life together is important too. So that's in a nutshell, I could go on and on. So stop me, cut me off, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I, I'm right there with you. Most of my uh, career, I'd say the the last 25 or so years of my 41 year career were spent at you know private schools, faith-based schools uh, very similar to uh, to what you describe and and I, i'm right there with you uh you know the experience that we're providing uh at our schools you know i, I think is um you yeah. know just the the best type of environment i was a product of a big public high school you know uh, had a pretty good career but uh really enjoyed my time as a coach as an ad uh at yeah. the smaller school so i know just where you're coming from we're going to do this at the end but uh Brandon, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, uh, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you?
1: Uh, I'd say email. Um, I mean, you can find me on LinkedIn and, and you send me a message, but I'm typically pretty good with my email. Um, I, you know, I don't know if I going me tell you now. It's bgonzalez uh, at pacificaoc.org. So you know, I'm sure. Um, again, if you can go to our, our website, we have an athletic website. Uh, we we typically we just transferred websites. so down at the moment but it'll be up here next week or so but go pacificoc.org email me at bgonzalez at and i'm more than happy to talk about founding a school fundraising anything it takes to launch the school off the ground parent networks, booster you name it um you know all that stuff's important
0: <laughs> uh we are visiting with brandon gonzalez registered athletic administrator and the director of athletics and student life at pacifica christian high school in newport beach california we're going to be back with some more, but let's take another break and hear from one of our sponsors. We also want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support of the podcast. You know, Vital Signs is on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For more ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vital signswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your own digital wall of fame tribute, call them at 614 981 3589, or you can email them at sales at vital com. That's sales at vital fame.com We're back with Brandon Gonzalez. Uh, Coach, uh, the last uh, several months, we've been asking our our guests, uh, many of whom, you know, came out of the coaching ranks and are now ADs, um, about this idea of uh, coaching kids to be tough. Uh, A hundred years ago, when I was in high school and college, (laughs) it was very common for my coaches uh, to say, and they did many times, you know, come on, Jake, you got to be tough or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And uh, certainly, you know, we understand now that, you know, there's there's probably better ways to do that. But how can a coach or an AD or a leader, how can we coach toughness Mm -hmm. while also being aware of and sensitive to the very real social emotional challenges that a a Generation Z kid is going through? Uh, Do you have any advice for us?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question, and we talk about it a lot in our athletic leadership meetings. You know, we have um, an athletic director of sports medicine who kind of oversees a handful of people of its athletic trainers or sports performance, or we call us a student wellness, um, which is more mental, right, and academic and physical success and whatnot. But it's it's interesting. So I've coached girls soccer for um, high school girls soccer for I don't know. 10 or 15 years now something like that I never wanted to I was a boy soccer coach forever and um, my, my old school I needed a girls coach I stepped in and we won state that first year and then ever since then I, we actually won state two years in a row and then no one will hire me for boys soccer they'll only hire me for girls soccer so at Pacifica when the school was opening I happened to be a girls soccer coach and that was one of the sports they were planning to launch their opening year so it was match me in heaven or God's divine whatever but it was great it's like okay AD girl soccer here we go again but so I say that I think there is a distinct difference between how you coach men and how you coach women to start and how toughness looks, you know, you're right. Maybe 30 years ago uh, when, you know, high school sports was just suck it up, get out there. And there's a lot of yelling, a lot of screaming. You just kind of did it because this is what you were kind of told to do or how it was. I think in the female side of things, I, I and my coaching staff with the girls team and all my female coaches at Pacifica, I, I tell them, you have to get your female athletes to to know that you care and love who they are as a person, that you respect them as a person, and then they'll run through that brick wall for you. Then they will go above and beyond mentally um, on the soccer field, physically on the soccer field. They'll understand the difference between being hurt and being sore. I think if you can help these kids, at least, at least this is my philosophy as a coach, if I can help my female soccer athletes know that me and my staff care and love that who they are as people, We'll go after it and we'll fight in the trenches later because we know we're fighting for people we care about. I think on the boys' side, it's very similar, but it's different. I look at my boys' basketball program, they, they have this brotherhood bond that I think our head basketball coach, Jeff Barakoff, does a great job at helping them understand. Um, they, Agape is their team logo, their team saying, you know, love, that they got to love each other no matter what. And a part of Pacifica, you know, our, our learning style is very Socratic based. We talk a lot about intellectual hospitality where you need to be able to sit across the room from someone and disagree with them, but still respect them. The world needs more of that. I think we could all agree this disagreement's okay. We shouldn't all be on this, you know, seeing eye to eye on everything. But um, I think helping these kids understand, you know, love and respect and, and love for each other and that their coaches and people around them love them, then you can kind of push them. If you just show up in a gym and start yelling at them and tell them you need to go do this. And they like, who's this guy? You know, uh especially if you're a walk-on coach if you're a walk-on coach man you got to know you got to get these kids to love you and respect you you got to get them to know that you care about them as people is then you can push them later and i think through that pushing it then the mental toughness comes in then the ability to overcome things will start to play into play into effect um especially with girls because they'll just they'll just shut down high school girls will just turn off and and that's not to be, a, I'm just saying from my experience of like, Hey, my soccer girls will shut down. If I don't figure out if my new freshmen come into my program and they don't know who I am and I don't know who they are, but I'd say go run laps, miles or whatever. They're they're not going to respond well to that. Um, and I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for, but that's a little bit our approach at Pacifica. It's like, we're very intentional. We're very relational as a school. Um, no,
0: I, I think right there at the very end, you you really wrapped a, a bow around it. Uh, intentional, and relational, um, it's that you know classic cliche, but it's it's a cliche because it's true. Uh, yeah. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, and you know mm-hmm. you really develop that. Uh, you, it sounds like you really develop that uh, culture uh, with your coaches. Very cool
1: stuff. Okay, yeah. we try, we try.
0: <laughs> well, Brandon, this has uh, been really cool getting to know you just a little bit more after you know following you on uh, LinkedIn but we're not done yet. Uh, We always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox. Mm -hmm. uh, You certainly, uh, you know, you're much earlier in your career than me, of course, but, uh, you know, still, you've got a few years under your belt. So in just a moment, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and hear from our toolbox sponsor, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. And then we're going to find out what's going to go in Brandon Gonzalez's Athletic Director Toolbox. So please stay with us. All right. Once again, we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you as an athletic director to collect some really cool data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and the parents who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials. And then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student-athletes, you're really missing out on some important information. Talk to the professionals at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. All right, we're back with Brandon Gonzalez, the Director of Athletics and Student Life from Pacifica Christian High School in Newport Beach, California. Brandon, um, again, we've already established that you've done some really cool things so far uh, on your career, but right now uh, we wanna know what three tools are gonna go in your athletic director toolbox for a young AD
1: that's just starting Mm. out. Man, that's a great question. I know, I, I'm trying to think when I, so I got my first 80 job at 24. So I'm trying to think, what did a 24-year-old Brandon need to know? Because <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's it's why. So I think my, my first, and, and there's no specific order. I will say, like, I think these are just the three that I would say are the most important, um, at least I think so. One, um, invest in your people. You're only as good at your job as the people you surround yourself with. Um, if, if it's your coaches, if it's your assistant coaches, if you have an athletic secretary or an assistant ADs, invest in your people, make sure they feel supported, make sure they feel heard, that there's a vision for them or a pathway for them to see their own self grow and succeed within your athletic department. Um, invest in them professionally, give them money to do professional development, help your coaches feel like their program is the best program in the world, even if it's the Frosh off badminton program. Who cares, right? Like to them, it's it's everything. And the more you invest in your people, um, I think the more you'll get out of them. And honestly, I try to hire people smarter than me because at the end of the day, they're going to make me look good. So um, you you want to surround yourself. If you're the if you're the smartest person in the room, the room's not big enough. Um, one of the person people on our podcast, Joey O'Keefe, who's the head men's coach at Biola University for men's soccer, said that on the podcast and stuck with me. So I just think in general, your people, invest in your people, surround yourself with good people. That's very, very important. Um, Secondly, I would say assume the best. Assume the best of people. Don't, Don't go into any situation, if it's a parent conflict or a coaching conflict or a player conflict, thinking that everybody there is out to either get you or going in there with some other motive. Just assume the best. A lot of times parents just want to be heard. They just want to know that you care. You're talking about their, you're typically, and people often forget this, you're talking about their pride, possession. Like when I sit in a room with a parent and a family, to me, it may just be another parent. It may just be another student athlete, but to that mom or dad, that's their child. That is their gold prize. They love and adore. They will lay down their life for them. So if you can go into those meetings, assuming the best of people, you get more out of them. You know, let people be heard. I think that's important. Um, and then the third one, which it, it were, it's my, it was mine. I don't know if it'd be for everyone, um, but be present. Don't be an AD that just stays in your office all day and goes home at three o'clock, the AD world. And, and you know, Jake, as you know, and many of you ADs are listening, like it's long hours. It's long days. You're in the gym. You're oftentimes the last one to leave, but you have to be present. So people know that you care. And I think that's the kind of brings it all. Together, you want to be in the gym so you know your coaches have your support. You want to be in the gym so your parents know that you support them, especially at a private school. For all you ADs that are at private schools, um, you are the face of the athletic department, You're the face of what these kids spend, oftentimes more hours with their coaches than they do with their families during the season, and the parents want to know that the person in charge of that program is someone that's around. You know, he's he's there. So. Those are my three. And, you know, it's harder when you have your family with young kids or family with multiple kids to be present, but you should do everything you can to be there. It's oftentimes hard to assume the best, especially in a world where it doesn't seem like a lot of people are assuming the best of each other. Um, and you have to invest in your people. And I know budgets are short, and COVID has done a lot, but it doesn't necessarily mean money. Go take them out for a coffee. Go take them out for a burger. You know, go if you're in a place where it's sunny right now, go to a park. Take go for a walk. Whatever it is, um, but I think those would be my three. I'd throw in a new 80s toolbox.
0: Uh, uh i i love all three i really love that phrase assume the best um you know again that phone rings and you can see it's you know it's a parent or you know it's that challenging coach or whatever it is uh maybe it's good stuff assume the best great great yeah. stuff brandon we did this earlier but once again if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit and uh, again i really encourage you to do so brandon's done some really cool things how can they get in touch with you
1: yeah, so I would say you can go to our school website, PacificaOC.org, um, and you'll be able to find me on there. Our athletic website should be up very shortly. Um, like I said earlier, we're, we we were with a company, went down, we're starting a new one. You can go to LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn um, or email me directly at B, as in boy, B. Gonzalez at PacificaOC.org. Um, and if you get really desperate, go to Instagram or Twitter and just send someone a direct message. One of our assistants will pick it up and let me know. Um, So that was really the two best.
0: Okay. Thanks so much for uh, being on the podcast today and all the best uh, moving forward with the uh, spring
1: season. Of course. Thank you. Thank you guys.
0: For our listeners, we actually recorded this on January 6th. So you are hearing it the very next day. Uh, I think it's the first time we've ever done that. Um, (laughs) We appreciate you listening. Remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are being posted on the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Uh, Visit our sponsors and uh, come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And of course, we want to thank Hometown Ticketing for their support of the podcast. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Oh, 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 oh oh, 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 oh